Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen, I know it's tough to be uh, a parent these days and look at your 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 child who's like a young adult struggling to A, get a job and B, get out of your basement. But the Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses has some really bad news for young people looking to get some work experience. We are joined now by Aaron Arts, who is the an economist with the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Welcome to the show, Aaron. Hi, Kelly. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, thanks for being here. I read the results of your new survey, and uh, it doesn't look good. And, and mainly, this is because businesses have to make some tough choices based on that higher minimum rate wage, correct? Yeah, absolutely, Kelly. Uh, what we are seeing is a pretty bleak picture for the youth of Ontario. Uh, to understand what the minimum wage hike lo- actually means for small businesses and their employees, we surveyed almost a 1,000 businesses in Ontario to uh, understand what they've had to do as a result of the increase. And the results are painting a tough picture for youth looking for work. Almost 60% said they're reducing plans to hire young workers, and almost half said they're going to cut back in staffing hours. So what we're seeing is uh, you know, a tougher environment for young people to get a job in Ontario. And uh, apparently you received some fairly detailed feedback. It wasn't just a multiple choice, you know, this, uh, you know, here's here's your survey, answer the questions that, you know, best pertain to you and your business. They were pretty specific about some of the feedback. What are you hearing specifically? Yeah, you know, it's it's really um, it's troubling when you read some of the comments and feedback that business owners uh, provided in that survey. I think a lot of them have always prided themselves on providing some first uh, experience for young people and have made a lot of efforts to provide that training uh, for young people looking to get started in the workforce. And what they're now being confronted with is, uh, you know, a tough reality where their costs have just increased significantly to hire somebody who's young. And as a result, they're really having to make the tough choice to, you know, cut back on some of that. And, you know, some cases have to work a lot more hours themselves to take on that uh, or hire people that have a little bit more experience because they just can't find a place to provide that training. And what we're seeing is a lot of stress from the members that we surveyed on how they're going to, you know, make sure that they can still have their business operating and kind of juggle some of these increases in costs. But there's a lot of worry. It would be stressful because I would imagine, you know, it's not great for your long-term survival of your own business because if you can't train anybody on the job, you know, when you're older employees who are experienced, uh, retire or stop stop working for some reason, you're left with people that are inexperienced. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that what we, you know, really pride ourselves on as, as small business owners and uh, representatives of them is, you know, being able to provide that experience. But right now, they've unfortunately been less able to do that. And so, like you said, as the years go on and uh, the young people have less experience and job offers at the, the start of their job career, I think it's it's worse off for both them and for the business owners that, uh, you know, can hire them. So it's really tough right now from what we've seen from that small business owners we've served. They, they're really in a conundrum and uh, it's really tough for them uh, to figure out what to do next.
Ontario is not the only province with that minimum wage. It's at $14 an hour. And then uh, if the Liberals get back in, they're saying they're going to raise it up, uh, you know, January to $15 an hour. But you are the Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses. So are you hearing that this is across the board or is this primarily in the GTHA or, you know, further afield in the province? Where are businesses finding uh, they're having to cut those uh, young employees? Yeah, so you make a good point. You know, it's not just Ontario that's increasing the minimum wage uh, to 15. You have Alberta and Ontario doing it as well. Uh, what I'd say, though, is um, British Columbia is doing it over a much longer period, uh, and Alberta has also done it over a longer period, but in general, their wages were already kind of higher than the minimum wage, so that it was less of a shock, I think, for a lot of business owners. So we are hearing specifically on Ontario that it's really tough for them, as long, along with some of those labor changes that are increasing their uh, costs. That's where we're hearing the most noise. I, I mean, it's a 21% increase in the minimum wage over a few months in Ontario. So that's really where I think the uh, boiling point is on business owners. Uh, but we'll see in British Columbia with the increase in uh, June if there is some of the same um, sentiment of kind of just worry about what they're going to do next. And this just doesn't, uh, you know, increase the competition for, you know, students that are out for the summer. It also is people, is students that, you know, have graduated and they're looking for their first job, the job where you cut your teeth, the job where you get hired based on the fact that you've had this job. Yeah, absolutely, Kelly. I think many of us can think back to when we got our first job and how important it was as a starting point. You know, getting that first experience, the first paycheck uh, is critical in starting a career. I don't know about you, but I think I can say at least that it's created long-term friendships from that first job. I understood what it meant to, you know, really work hard. And Mm -hmm. sure, it was tough, but it also really got me started on my career. And I don't think I'd be where I was today without it. So I'm worried that some uh, young people today might be in a situation where they just can't get that same opportunity. One of the consequences as well, you say that uh, you're finding out with your survey here is that business owners say they're working longer hours themselves to cover for production loss. Yeah, absolutely. What we saw uh, both in the data we asked specifically on how many hours they're working is they're working nearly 60 hours a week. You know, they're working long hours and they're having to increase the amount they're showing up to kind of make up for the cost. Because A lot of them saying, you know, they, they themselves aren't making the minimum wage because they've had to put in so many hours. And it's, it's a really tough situation for them where they would love to be able to hire somebody who's young, but they really look at the cost-benefit situation and just can't. And they're creating longer hours for themselves. They might have to cut back how long they're open for. And it's at the margin creating significant kind of disruption to their business. So they're upset about this. This is not something they want to do. They want that younger workforce to come in so they can train them. Yeah, absolutely. And the majority actually support, you know, reasonable increases to minimum wage. It's just this large shock. It's really difficult. I mean, I mean, imagine if your taxes went up 21% all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. What would you have to do as a result? I mean, you're going to have to make tough choices, and they don't want to be put in this position, but unfortunately, that's where they are right now. I appreciate your time today, Aaron. Thanks for joining us on the show. Great. Thanks so much. Cheers. That's Aaron Arts, who's an economist at the Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses. I want to open up the phone lines just very quickly, and we'll get a... Uh, you just just an indication from you. Have you already made any of the following changes to prepare for that increase of minimum wage? If you're a business owner, you know, 59% of business owner surveys say they reduced or eliminated plans to hire younger workers. And as somebody that is, you know, looking for your first job now, maybe you're listening to the program. Are you finding it incredibly hard as well? 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. What Tough jo- um, tough things have you had to do, um, changes to prepare for that, you know, increase in the minimum wage. We're at $14. If the Liberals get back in, 
Uh, it goes up to 15 on January 1. The conservatives say, well, you know, they're going to slow that down. At least that's what they did under uh, Patrick Brown. I think that we can assume that uh, Doug Ford is going to be, uh, you know, uh, feeling the same way. 46 percent of businesses have said they've uh, cut employee hours and 22 percent of business owners say they've had to automate jobs. Now, that's a scary situation when you're automating jobs that those jobs are gone. It's not like you're keeping uh, workers that are well-trained in the position and just not opening it up to new workers because you can't afford them. You can't afford someone that has to learn on the job. But now we're looking at automation where those jobs could be gone and never coming back. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. I just want to just get a quick feedback if you're somebody that owns a business on how you've had to already make changes to prepare for the uh, wage increase or, or the changes you've made for the wage increase. Hey, Brampton, uh, Dave in Brampton, welcome to the show. Hi, Kelly. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Listen, everybody needs to make a buck. I, I get it. I get, my dad had a small business, and he struggled through the 70s with the recession. My friend does very well in the business because he's good at doing business. Um, so I'm not against businesses. And I think the government really needs to tone it down with all these costs like electricity and you know real estate and all these things that are super expensive things overhead for any business but what i don't like is when an economist comes on or someone else comes on and they use this number let's let's say 30 percent because that's the total over the time they say that the cost of doing business has gone up 30 percent. it hasn't what it is is the percentage of the cost of your wages which could be 30 percent of your overall cost 30 percent of that has gone up so that's a nine percent increase and that's why you'll see things that groceries and all these other things have gone nine up nine or ten percent because they're covering the costs that they have to towards the wages. So don't tell me it's 20, 30% increase in costs. It's not. That said, yeah, it's a big, it's a big jump. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think the whole point of it is that, uh, you know, they, they surveyed the uh, Canadian Federation of independent businesses, asked small businesses how they're dealing with the minimum wage. And, you know, it's quite shocking when 60% of them almost say they had to reduce or eliminate plans to hire young workers. I mean, there's a lot of workers out there, uh, you know, young people that are just, you know, your first job is of paramount importance to the rest of your career. If you can't get it, what are you going to do? Hey, hey, um, Mark in Newmarket, welcome to the show. Hi, Kelly. Um, I There's no impact for my small business um, because I have a pretty simple policy. I don't hire anybody because I can't deal with the red tape. Uh, so I'm already stressed to the limit with all the other issues with employment standards and things like that. So, what, what do you mean you don't hire anybody? You don't have any employees? Con- it's just you? Contract. contract. Oh, okay. So are you hi- hiring people that um, don't know what they're doing? No. Um, okay. I, uh, I because hire the- people. People, uh, various grades of talent, but it's all contracts. So I do not have any employees on my books, and and I just won't in this province right now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I hear you, and I hear your frustration. I appreciate the call, because that laugh is just a laugh of frustration, right? It's just like, what am I going to do? Uh, I, I just wanted to get a, a take on your take on that, because uh, what we're hearing is Ontario business owners have already you know, made some tough decisions. Sixty percent of them say they've reduced or eliminated plans to hire young workers. That's sad. And they're not happy about it. Forty six percent have cut employee hours and 22 have automated jobs. Why? They can't afford the minimum wage increase going up so quickly.